Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting. Alongside Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. Getting you set for week 12 in the NFL, the main slate in daily fantasy. We'll have your projections and deep sleeper picks, including some hibernators in there as well. You've got your prop bets, your touchdown calls, your game picks, our dogs of the day. We've got some underdog picks for you in week 12. Tyler, it is Thanksgiving weekend. I ask you this question. What team is most like a Thanksgiving turkey? You know, the thing that is the main course. Everybody comes to your house to see what do you think is the turkey of the NFL. And by turkey, I mean that in the best possible way. Uh, I mean, (laughs) look, as as football fans and sports fans in general, we like to see offense. So I got to go with Kansas City Chiefs. And mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, he just keeps doing doing it year after year. We thought he might hiccup this year. Nope, he has been better than ever. Definitely a team you want to get seconds for. Mm-hmm. You don't mind going the next day, yeah. popping him in the microwave. It's like the good anytime the, you get. You the have Chiefs some can Chiefs. be prime time every <laughs> single week. I'm okay with it. I do not want to see some of the other teams we've yeah. seen I on mean, prime time. I mean, the Bucks are like cranberry sauce. Like, I don't like cranberry sauce. I, if you I couldn't tell you by my like facial yeah. expression, but somehow um, they're still going to wind up making the playoffs. And that NFC North or NFC South is just awful. So I don't know. It's you know, been an interesting season. With that, though, trying to figure out who we're going to talk about today, the Bucks was an interesting thing here. Mm-hmm. So they're in a decent matchup. They had a bye. Yeah. They could have made some changes, fixed some things, gave them some time to right the ship. Brady is super cheap, super about, you know, I there's a pathway. The thing is, there is a lot of football left to be played, mm-hmm. and a lot can change last week. At this very point, the Arizona Cardinals were the team everyone was talking mm-hmm. about at 9-2. and two. Nobody was talking about the Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. who were 6-4 and four and in fourth place in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, they went to the Super Bowl. So I do think that there is very much a path for the Bucks. Yes. And once they get to the playoffs, and, uh, there's no team in the NFC South with a winning record right now. It is a very clear path for them. They've got the 27th ranked strength of schedule in terms of DVOA. So their path is so easy. They're right away. And right, right could around you see that them host, they could host number. a playoff game against like Geno Smith or someone like that and Who's your money on in that situation? Got to be Tom Brady, right? Uh, well, I mean, it depends. Is uh, Pete Carroll going to throw it the one again? Or <laughs> let Marshawn Lynch run it in? <laughs> Did he learn his lesson? Did he not? I don't know. We'll see. All right, let's get to our daily fantasy projections for week 12 in the NFL. <laughs> Got some great matchups to take advantage of. We got a little chalk play for you from the quarterback position. Patrick Mahomes, he's the MVP favorite and leads all quarterbacks in passing yards by over 300 yards. That's basically an entire game's worth. That's how much he leads the NFL in passing yards right now. He's absolutely unreal. We saw his talent on display once again. You cannot give him the ball with less than a minute left. Mm -hmm. I mean, can't do it. How much time can you really give him? Three seconds. I mean, any time. Like one second, three seconds, 13 seconds. I mean, he has a cannon of an arm. He can throw it 70 yards. It's crazy. It's hard to give him much time. 
So the Chiefs this week going up against the Rams, who have just been abysmal this season. They rank 26th in defensive DVOA. Mahomes has a nice matchup, as if he even needs the benefit of facing a poor defense. He gets a boost this week. What do you think? You know, the Rams are that side on Thanksgiving that you just won't ever touch. And I am so surprised. What is that for you? Green beans? Green bean casserole? Uh, yeah. Green bean casserole. <laughs> I don't mind green beans. Depends who makes green it. Bean casserole. Yeah, I mean. Aunt Cheryl, that, forget it. That That's how it is with pretty much all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all Thanksgiving is it depends on who makes it. Anything Aunt Michelle makes, <laughs> nope, not touching it. <laughs> Sorry, Aunt Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Hope she's not watching. <laughs> You're no. disinvited to Thanksgiving. I, I'm sure Grandma will, though. <laughs> but yeah, the Rams just have not been good. Yeah. So Mahomes in a so, great spot. What do anyways, you think about? Anyways, going back to Mahomes, though, he he's in a good spot. This guy has been absolutely me- amazing. He's weekly. You need to consider him. Now he is going to be a little chalky this week, so take that into consideration. But he is an every week start. He keeps cr- absolutely destroying everybody week in, week out. The one worry here is the wide receiver health. Mm-hmm. We're not totally sure what's going on with Juju. Juju has been dealing with that concussion. We don't know if he's going to be back. If he's back, absolutely no worries with Casey. If he's gone, they're they're a little thin there. You know, they got Watson, they have Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. Mar- uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling and then obviously Travis Kelsey right so there would be some worries of Juju has to be out again I'm expecting Tony to be out after he exited with a hamstring injury again mm-hmm. well he makes you know something out of nothing every time so even if he doesn't have receivers he somehow yes. finds them 100% wherever they are agree. on the field uh, my worry is just they'll try and use the running sure. backs a little bit more and uh, figure out how to get them to gain some yards. And we saw Pacheco run really well last week. So, Well, one of the players that went toe-to-toe with Mahomes in prime time was Justin Herbert, and he had a heck of a game going up against Mahomes. 280 passing yards, two touchdowns in that game. And really, we saw his cannon on display. He had some absolute laser beams, like the throw to Keenan Allen. It was nice for him to finally have some weapons back after yeah. Keenan Allen was out. Mike Williams had been dealing with an injury as well, so he really didn't have any weapons for a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Now you get some of them back. Keenan Allen mm-hmm. is back in this game, and this week they're going up against the Cardinals, who ranked 22nd in pass defense DVOA. Herbert has a favorable matchup this week. He has a favorable matchup. Like you said, he's getting some weapons back. This is another spot that we do need to pay attention to mm-hmm. the injury report. Keenan was on a snap count. Uh, last game we don't know how much that's going to increase uh this week and then mike williams obviously left the game with injury Mm -hmm. still waiting on some updates as far as his practice there if he has weapons i absolutely love this play it's a decent play regardless but i'm really looking to see if there's the weapons here arizona ranks 26 allowing 1.6 pass touchdowns per game Herbert's obviously an elite right. quarterback, so I'd expect him in the two-plus range in this spot. Uh, if his weapons aren't back, another alternative to Mahomes is you could look at Brady or I'd say Geno. He's also sixth in passing yards per game this season, and I think that's pretty remarkable considering he spent the first half of the season with broken ribs. Yeah. I, no, and no weapons for he, a bunch of wide receivers out. It's just been kind of incredible to see – 
Yeah, coming into the season, we were all looking at him as a top three fantasy quarterback, and he's dealt with injuries. His team has dealt with injuries, Mm -hmm. and now his salary is way lower, you know, than the studs, even though he is a stud. So I love that discount if those guys are back. So let's take a look now at the running back position. And the first running back we're liking in Daily Fantasy for Week 12 is Seattle running back, the rookie phenom, Kenneth Walker, who's averaging 106 total yards per game over the last five games. And this guy is fast, like really fast, okay? He's been clocked as the fastest ball carrier in the NFL this season. He hit 22.09 miles per hour on a 74-yard touchdown run back in week seven against the Chargers. He's also got the patience back there. He lets the plays develop and the blocks develop before he goes, which really, unlike a rookie, he's playing like a vet right now. He's been amazing week in, week out. Now he has this Raiders matchup that has given up some giant games to running back lately. Uh, Running back ones versus the Raiders over the last five weeks are averaging 26.5 DraftKings points a Mm -hmm. week. So Walker is in another absolutely smash spot. Yeah, Raiders rank 32nd in defensive DVOA. Mm -hmm. Really, the Raiders in general just have not been able to stop anyone, which is surprising considering all the money they spent on that defense in the offseason, but just hasn't delivered. So, hey, there you go. Kenneth Walker in a great spot Mm -hmm. in week 12. Let's take a look now at Arizona Cardinals running back James Conner is averaging 63 total yards per game. He had a touchdown the last two games and going up against the Chargers, who rank 19th in defensive DVOA. And in rushing defense specifically, they rank 30th in DVOA there. So favorable matchup for Conner. What do you think about this one? Yeah, on the Monday night show, we talked about how Connor's workload is just mm-hmm. giant right now. A couple weeks ago, he played 96% of the snaps. The last three weeks, he's been over 70%. Even in that Monday night game that they got absolutely blown out, he still was on, on the field. I think it was 71% of the time. So his workload is really big. The, ch- the Chargers' weakness is the running, stopping the run. It's been that way for years now. Ranked 31st, allowing 141.9 rushing yards a game. And they ranked 29th, allowing 1.1 rushing touchdown per game. So I really like Connor's chances here to get in the end zone, get a couple yards. He's also using the passing game, so he has that floor too. Well, the 49ers absolutely crushed the Cardinals in Monday Night Football. That 49ers team Mm -hmm. is pretty scary. One of the former 49ers running backs now in the Miami Dolphins, that Mm -hmm. is Jeff Wilson Jr., who's – Having himself a pretty good season as well. New team, no problem at all. 119 rushing yards, Mm -hmm. 24 receiving yards, week 10 against the Browns. This week, he's going up against the Houston Texans, who rank 31st in rush defense. DVOA, Jeff Wilson Jr. can have himself a game. What do you think? Yeah, and he's stepped in pretty much to the lead back role. He's getting a majority of the work. And so I really like it. We have the RB flow chart. We've talked about week in, week out. Who is Houston playing? Use that running back Mm -hmm. this week. Jeff Wilson is one of them. Uh, The last five weeks versus Houston. Yeah, 5.7 yards Mm -hmm. for Brian or points for Brian Robinson. But before that, 26 points, 15.3, 38.8, and 39.5. So RB1s versus Houston have absolutely been crushing, and they're going to do it again. 
I, I think Wilson, Mostert, they're both in good spots. But Wilson's just too cheap. And mm-hmm. we have a lot of high-priced guys that we want to play today. So we're probably going to need to figure out where to save a little bit of cash. The Dolphins in general in a very favorable yes. spot. Huh, that dynamic Dolphins offense mm-hmm. going up against a Houston defense that cannot stop anybody. And that will include this week, Tyreek Hill. The Cheetah is going up against the Houston Texans this week. He's averaging 114.8 receiving yards per game. That is the best in the NFL. I just heard a podcast recently from Mike Evans, fellow wide receiver, saying that he is the fastest guy he's ever seen play the game. High praise there. And going up against a Houston defense that ranks 32nd in past DVOA versus opposing teams wide receiver one. I do not want to be the Houston Texans defense trying to game plan for Tyreek Hill. He could have a huge monster game. He could, absolutely. And and teams really haven't had to throw against Houston just because their D is so bad they end up running to beat them. But, look, Miami is pass first. They're going to pass the ball to start the game. Tyreek is the number one option. They're going to go to him early and often. And he has a good chance – of just making mm-hmm. this game go, you know, nuts and just a total blowout in uh, the Dolphins, Dolphins way really quick here. He's the highest projected player on line star of any player, not yeah. just wide receiver. And, I mean, he's likely going to be the highest owned mm-hmm. wide receiver this weekend. There, there's a lot of reasons here to play him. Sure. The, the one reason not to <laughs> is that, they're going to be able to run the ball too. Let's take a look at another wide receiver that might come in a little bit less expensive, and that is Commander's wide receiver Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry averaging 72 receiving yards per game this season. He's got that wiggle after the catch, too, we've seen going up against the Atlanta pass defense that ranks 20th. So good spot for McLaurin in this one. What do you think? Yeah, I, it's a great spot for him. The Atlanta pass D is terrible. One of the worst in the league. Heineke has been looking Scary Terry's way nonstop here. Atlanta ranks 28th, allowing 186.2 yards uh, per game to the wide receiver. So I, I think Terry, Scary Terry is in a great spot here. And Heineke, you know, maybe he buys some Jordans in Atlanta Falcon <laughs> colors. Yeah. The way McLaurin just, like, cuts down the field, just leaves guys in the dust. It's just nice to see him. Doing so well. He was actually just nominated for the, uh, I forget what award award it is. It's the Sportsmanship Award Mm -hmm. in the NFL. And so it's kind of nice to see him start to, I guess, finally get a little bit more of attention with that commander's offense. And a lot of that has to do, like you mentioned, with Taylor Heineke. In fact, I have a a cool stat here. So in Wentz's six games, the the commander's wide receivers had 13 drops. The commanders have had zero drop passes since Taylor Heineke has taken over in the last five starts. That's interesting. That's yeah. that's nice. I mean, they love Heineke. They you can love tell. him. They're, they they're fully behind him. him and want him to succeed. The team as a whole has been doing well. Uh, it's a it's a fun story. It to is watch. a fun story to watch, yeah. and you see the high praise from both of them, McLaurin and Heineke. Yeah, just a big old love fest going on in the Commanders mm-hmm. and. They're feeling good right now. And and Chase Young could be coming back this week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, are the commanders – should we be watching for the commanders in the playoff race? I wonder what their chances are right now. Uh, probably not that great. Not that great? 
But are they better or worse than the Packers? Probably better, yeah? Uh, I think we'll they're 500. So, Commanders, we got a nice play there with McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some other wide receivers. Who else are you targeting in Daily Fantasy among your uh, wide receiver calls? Well, I think your boy Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is just way too cheap. Uh, he has a huge role on this team, and he's – 4300 on DraftKings. He's super cheap. I just wish he had a different quarterback. That is true. I was just about to say, you know, take him at your own risk because yeah. we don't know who's going to be throwing the ball to See, him this week. So there is a QB controversy in New York. So that is one thing that actually could work in his favor. Hopefully uh, Wilson gets relieved of his duties and somebody else comes in and just checks down to Wilson all day long. The one thing you saw in that game was Wilson was visibly frustrated in that game that they had an absolute meltdown on offense against the Patriots and you saw him visibly frustrated you know that there was words spoken the wide receivers were not happy with that situation and sometimes the squeaky wheel gets grease yeah I mean look week in and week out we've seen him do really well he's coming off a couple games where he went over 100 yards he can easily get back there. He mm-hmm. went over 100 yards with Zach Wilson, so he could do it again. Yeah, I mean, the talent is there. Who else are you looking at? Uh, DK Metcalf. You okay, know? we got those Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. Stack them up. I, I think you could go lock it, too. Either one of them are in a good spot. We have a high high game total, terrible pass D, so sign me up for either one of them. And then I'll make a little note here, too. If Jamar Chase is active, I love the spot that he's in versus Tennessee. All right. So it's looking like there's a chance he comes back this week. Saying there's a chance. Mm-hmm. That would be huge because they need him. They do need the him. Titans they in do. this one. All right. Let's take a look now at the tight ends. Really going out on a limb for this first pick. Okay. We're going tight end Travis Kelsey, who leads all tight ends in receiving yards by over 300 yards. Just an absolute beast. He's big. He's physical. He can catch anything. I mean, I called uh, George Kittle the Yak King, but really, it's Travis Kelsey that's the Yak King. I mean, let's be honest. Kelsey just can do whatever he wants. He want. can do it he, all. So the Rams are decent versus tight end, so I'll put that out there. But I already mentioned that with Mahomes, you know, there is some wide receiver issues this week, which just means it's going to be more passes, more targets to Kelsey. He's in a great spot. I I – We'll absolutely go back to him this week. <sighs> that duo, Mahomes, yeah. Kelsey, they can do it all. You know, Derwin James defended him really well in that game against the Chargers, and but he, he just got w- one at the end. <laughs> That's all it took. Yeah. Oh, man, he's just so good. All right, next up we're looking at Brown's tight end, David Njoku, mm-hmm. who is the has the six most receiving yards among tight ends at 435, and that's – including the fact that he was sidelined a few weeks with an ankle injury. He came back last week, two receptions for 17 yards against the Bills, so kind of a small output, but mm-hmm. could be first game back, kind of just getting back into the swing of things. He's going up against the Bucks this week. They are 18th in pass defense DVOA versus tight ends. What do you see for Nijoku in week 12? Yeah, and they're 23rd, allowing 54.8 pass yards to the tight end and allow 0.4 uh, receiving touchdowns to the tight end. But before getting 
hurt. Njoku was having a giant year. He was having a breakout year. And I think there's a really good chance that he's going to get back to that. And while, you know, his price is still pretty low. So if you need to save some money at tight end, I think there's still real good upside. Nice ceiling from Njoku at way cheaper than Kelsey. All right, let's move on to our defenses. And we're just keep – we like a lot of the Chiefs today going mm-hmm. up against the Rams. Basically, I think we're we're noticing a trend here, and that mm-hmm. is taking teams that are playing the Rams. Not and a thing I would, thought I would say at this point. I know. If you were to ask me before the season. However, and here we are. We're at a point with defense where, I mean, they don't have cup. They don't have an offensive line. It's really – you can just play anybody against them every week. KC's D isn't great, but right. it's the Rams. Exactly. How about Carolina going up against the Denver Broncos? Yeah. Situation where, yeah, the Carolina Panthers defense isn't great. They rank 21st in defensive DVOA. However, the Denver offense, as we've documented on this show, just has been absolutely abysmal. They rank 28th in offensive DVOA. Russell Wilson... Just yeah. has not been able to cook. So one thing that we, we've said throughout the year is I don't like to pay up for defenses, so I'm always trying to find a cheaper one. They're usually kind of ugly. You might not want to hit mm-hmm. that that uh, name, but I think Carolina D is one you could do. They've been playing a little bit better lately, and this Denver offense is just not what we thought it would be. It's just, frankly, not very good, so... I think you could go Denver or Carolina D. Sam Darnold getting the start for the Carolina Panthers in this one on the other yeah. side of things. Which is a step up from Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> that whole situation, well, quite the carousel going on in yeah. Carolina. However, yeah. quite the dumpster fire for the Denver Broncos, who who knows if who this knows? will be Nathaniel Hackett's last game as a head coach. Yeah. If they lose to the Carolina Panthers, you got to think – are they? Would they even keep him the rest of the season, or do they want to try somebody else out for the remainder? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know I they probably should have cut him after like that second week kick call, but mm. just yeah, right. You know, hasn't been good for them. All right, those are our daily fantasy projections and picks for Week 12 in the NFL. Make sure you check out all of our projections and analytics at LineStarApp.com to help you dominate your daily fantasy contest. We also have a lineup optimizer that's a great tool. And you can check out our new Props Edge tool. It is awesome and will help you dominate the props market, dominate on on prize picks and underdog fantasy as well as your general sports books. So check it out at lionstarapp.com. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and sign up for those notifications. Now it's time for our touchdown calls of the game for week 12 in the NFL. Tyler, where are you going for an anytime touchdown in week 12? I'm really going on a limb this week. We're going oh, here we go. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> uh, he's the number one option for the best quarterback in the league. The highest uh, team total of the week is also for KC. I think Travis Kelsey gets it done once again. Well, I am going with the team that just faced them. Chargers mm-hmm. wide receiver Keenan Allen. Now, he doesn't have a touchdown on the season, but he's only played three games so far. He had two games, and he got hurt. He came back last week, and he actually had a great game in that. He came back, had five receptions for 94 yards against Kansas City. And this week, he's got a much more favorable matchup going up against the Arizona Cardinals, who are 29th in opponent red zone scoring percentage. You just saw them get carved up by the 49ers. 
And they're playing on a short week as well. They just had that Monday night game in Mexico, so I'm loving Keenan Allen's spot this week. Keep an eye on the injury report, though, and see if he is, in fact, playing. He's been a little bit banged up, as basically everyone on the Chargers has, but I do think Keenan Allen, if he's playing, gets his first touchdown of the 2022 season. Book it. Like it. Like it. I think both ours, both of ours are a little bit chalky. Yeah? Keenan Allen, uh, I think. Keenan might not be. Yeah. We'll see what that is. Yeah. I tried to look it up. Lines aren't out yet for those touchdown calls. Yeah. And, I mean, he was on a decent snap count last game. So, who knows? Who knows? He saw Justin Herbert finding him quite a few times in that game against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to our prop bets for Week 12. Tyler, where are you headed in the prop market? I'm going with the Commanders guy we talked about a little bit today, Taylor Heineke, over 210.5 passing yards. Line star projections at 252. Atlanta Pasty ranks towards the bottom of the league, averaging 277.4 passing yards per game. Heineke's averaging 206.2 yards the last five games, but that's against much worse Ds. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, better D's than the Falcons. Sure. I think Heineke, 210, easy. All right. I'm going to Raiders wide receiver Javante Adams, over 85 and a half receiving yards. That is way too low for a wide receiver who's put up more than 120 mm-hmm. receiving yards in the past three games. He's gone over that number in seven of 10 games. Now, that 85 and a half number, you can find it on prize picks. Make sure to lock that in quickly because it will go up. Going up against the Seattle Seahawks, who are 24th in pass defense, DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Hey, not even the dysfunction of the Raiders can diminish the greatness of Devontae Adams. He's been phenomenal, even though that offense for the Raiders has not been great, which just shows you how good he is. And if you still don't believe me, call Aaron Rodgers and ask him. (laughs) (laughs) Rodgers might want him back. (laughs) I might just Just want him back. That uh, four and six Packers team might Mm -hmm. miss Devontae Adams just a little bit. Let's get to our underdogs of the day. Dogs of the day, week 12. Tyler, who you got for your dog? I might make you a little upset here. Okay, here we go. We're going Bears plus four and a half. Okay. Against your I see Jets. what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. So I simply think the Jets are having some issues right now. It's true. There is a quarterback controversy. The team isn't happy. There's something going on. Robert Solo was late to press conferences because dealing with stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what's going on there. They need to make a quarterback change and doesn't look like they're going to think the bears are going to take them out this week. i as much as it pains me as a jets fan to to say that i think the bears are in a good spot however i am very much looking forward to seeing the jets defense which really is the cornerstone yeah. of the jets team go up against justin Fields, seeing how they do there in terms of the offense well they can't get any worse than they were last week where they were averaging in the second half two inches per play something crazy <laughs> like that, that that's just not going to cut it against any NFL team nope. in the league right now. I don't especially it's just, one that is a guy named Justin Fields. He's been who, on fire. Who he he did get banged up a little bit last game, but everything looks like he's going to be totally fine. His AC joint uh, sprain. I 
or injury, mm -hmm. which I have done multiple times myself. Oh man, he can absolutely play through it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we won't. Don't hurt yourself on Thanksgiving weekend. I don't know how you crazy you get for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but we need there, you, we need you healthy. There's in the no studio. turkey bowl for uh, <laughs> no turkey bowl. All right. Yeah. All right, for my dog of the day, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans plus two against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Titans are on fire and one of the more underrated teams in the NFL right now. They've won seven of their last eight games. And just two words for you, Derrick Henry, who's leading the league with 101 rush yards per game. He's an absolute beast that the Cincinnati Bengals will have a nightmare of a time trying to defend they've struggled this season against teams that have really good rushing teams in fact their th last three losses have come against the browns the ravens and the cowboys all teams in the top eight in rushing yards per game not only are the cincinnati Bengals going to have a hard time defending against the run remember last season when they played the titans in the playoffs and the titans sacked joe burrow nine times mm -hmm. granted the Bengals won that game but I see that porous offensive line, and I see the Titans' defense playing really well right now. I'm a little bit concerned for the Bengals' ability to keep Joe Burrow upright in this one. So I'm taking the Titans. Yeah. I Titans being underdogs is kind of shocking. Exactly. Yeah. With how good they have been, they keep finding out how to win games. So I like it. I like I, it. I have a double dog. Ooh. A double is dog it Bears plus four? It's not. No Bears. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> we're, we're feeling a little little salty today over the Jets drama. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, I'm taking also, I'm looking Ooh. at the Packers plus seven at the Eagles. You might think I'm taking crazy pills given the fact that the Packers Eagles? just have really? had a horrible season. However, this is a Packers team that beat the Cowboys two weeks ago, a Cowboys team that then beat the Vikings, the leaders of the NFC North, by 37 points in week 11. And so I just think overall the Packers maybe aren't as bad as we we think about them. They held Derrick Henry and the Titans to under 100 rushing yards, which that's no easy feat considering Derrick Henry puts up over 100 yards just about every game. So I kind of like this spot for the Packers. And one of the things I'm really focusing in on is the pressure that they could possibly um, put on Jalen Hurts. Now, when he has struggled over the past few weeks, mm -hmm. you're starting to see teams get a little bit more tape and a little bit. They make those adjustments to try to make Justin feel or not Justin feel Jalen Hurts uncomfortable back there. And he seems to be uncomfortable when teams are blitzed blitzing him and trying to get those passes out to his receivers. In fact, when blitz Jalen Hurts has just a 24 and a half percentage of pass attempts go for more than 10 air yards that ranks 34th of 38 qualified quarterbacks who has the highest blitz rate in the NFL right now, your mm -hmm. Packers. The path is there. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think seven is a lot for an Eagles team that just edged out a win over the Colts. Got beat the week before by the Commanders. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Could happen. It also, you know, I did see a lot of people thinking it's going to be a blowout in this one. So that's a little bit more of a risky it, pick. But I still kind of think it's a bit too much of a. I mean, Aaron Rodgers finally has an option he can trust in the passing game. Which I think that's going to do a lot for that team's confidence and yeah. their ability to move the ball. So that's my double dog of the day. All right. Got to yeah. say it like that. Yeah. 
You got to <laughs> say all the dogs you can. Absolutely. All right. Remember, for more analytics, statistics, projections, prop bet analyzer, our props edge tool, make sure you check out linestarapp.com. And if you're watching us on YouTube right now, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, sign up for notifications, and comment below. What do you think of our picks for today? What's your prop bet? Who are you backing as the underdog? Let us know. How was your Thanksgiving? What's the best Thanksgiving meal? Wait, by the way, what is your your favorite Thanksgiving dish? I didn't even ask. Uh, man, I love it. You love I it? I love it all. The, I'm going to make the hottest take of this show. I do not like Thanksgiving food that much. I think it's you overrated. Don't? Not really. I'd rather have pizza. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things well, I would you know, rather like, have. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, it's nice and fine, I, I, I could not have it every day or even weekly. Right. Um, like, but I but I do like it. There's a reason we Love. only have turkey once a year. It's because it's not that good. <laughs> I think turkey's fine. It's I fine. Like turkey. Just the word I'm looking. You know, <laughs> the ringing endorsement uh, we all know and love. I, I fine. Do generally have more ham than turkey mm-hmm. at uh, Thanksgiving. I love stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for watching us. Enjoy the holiday and good luck in all your daily fantasy or prop bets. And we'll see you guys next time. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.